0: was born in London, raised in Lahore, Pakistan and calls New York home. Our guest for today's episode, Nadine Ali, is truly a global citizen. She defied odds by following her passion to become a pastry chef. Having studied at La Cour Bleu in London, Nadine later worked in the pastry kitchen to hone her culinary skills. Currently she owns a successful business as a baker in New York City. She is also a mom and loves to dance we will talk to Nadine about her journey to America and her rather unconventional path to sweetness. I am your host, Sadia, and you're listening to The Alien Chronicles. Welcome, Nadine. Thank you for having me. So, having lived in three different countries and being influenced by their respective cultures, how did you reconcile with the differences? Uh that's a good
1: question because all three cultures are very different. And um, I think Pakistan has a very vibrant culture. Um, it's very loud and vibrant, and um, it sort of ignites all the senses. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the food. Um, I just have such vivid memories of growing up, and we used to come back from school, and, you know, in the car, on the roads, there used to be, of course, cars and bikes but there would also be noisy rickshaws and donkey cart and the occasional cow and, you know, overloaded buses with people hanging off. So that's what I mean by, you know, it was just like loud and full of energy and you don't see any of that in the West, you know. But um, on the flip side of it, I mean, Lahore, it's a city of 11 million people, but still the way I grew up, it was um, almost like a small-town upbringing. You know, my class in school was very small. Uh, my mom dropped us to school every morning. And um, everything, like, she knew all my friends' families. Uh, everybody went to the same doctor. Everybody went to the same dentist. The dentist was probably your third cousin. <laughs> so uh, that's how I grew up. And it was a very sort of... Uh, tight-knit family and uh, so then after that when I got to um, London I was like where's my tribe (laughs) like where are my people you know so it was very eye-opening in the sense that it was very very diverse so I think Pakistan everybody sort of uh, it is a very homogenous place and everybody sort of looks the same and it's the same religion and all of that so London was very um, eye-opening in that and you know I think in London people were more polite but maybe a little bit more grumpy and less chatty maybe because of the weather I know <laughs> <laughs> what it was um, but London was a very exciting time in my life because I was young and I went there for school and I was full of sort of hopes and dreams and I was very ambitious so I sort of adapted to everything uh, quite quickly and then when I got to um, New York it was a different stage in my life I had sort of left my parents home uh, Mm. for good I was on my own I felt a sense of independence and freedom and also I think here there is a sense of people sort of um, really live to work mm. and everybody's really busy. And whereas London, it's a bit of the opposite of that, where the quality of life is a little better. Mm. People take more holidays and all of that. So I was like, wow, okay, game on. <laughs> you know, so I think with me, I have bits of all of that
0: yeah. in me. Yeah. So I was, I was going to ask you, your personality is representative of which of the cultures, like most representative, but you've already answered that because you said you have like, you you represent all three cultures, basically. Absolutely.
1: But I think for the most part, um, definitely Pakistan, because that was my childhood. I had a wonderful one. I had the best memories. And, you know, my formative years were in Pakistan. So I think um, that would be most representative. Also, I think the way we grew up, we grew up in a joint family, mm. which is very common in, in Pakistan. Mm. And, uh, you know, our grandparents, we lived with our grandparents. And um, they were sort of the eldest of mm. their siblings. So our house was always full of people, always full of food, <laughs> you know. So that warmth, that hospitality is a big part of my personality. And, you know, I grew up with like observing all these, my friends, my family and all these characters, basically. And then, you know, I think another thing was we always had meals together at the table as a family. So uh, I think that was something very special. Like my grandmother... She was a force of nature. Like she <laughs> used to talk so much, and no topic was off limits. I remember, like, 7 a.m. at breakfast time, she used to have the same thing. She used to have a soft boiled egg in a silver egg cup, <laughs> and she would talk about everything like family drama. Her latest bowel movement, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the latest cliffhanger in whatever, soap opera, yeah. Bollywood movies she was watching. So I was just fascinated. And then my grandfather, he was just a gentle soul. He was like, I think, a poet trapped in an engineer's body. Now. So I was just sort of influenced by all of that. So that is a big Part of my personality. And then another big thing, a big influence was all the weddings in Pakistan. Because that's true. Yeah. Because a wedding is a true representation of our culture in terms of food and fashion and um, just everybody's personalities. Like everybody's happy, but everybody's not happy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the singing, the dancing. I just grew up with all of that. So it's a big part of me. And I remember as a girl, you know, like here, girls in America probably look up to princesses. But I used to look at the brides and be in awe. And they were just like full of clothes and jewelry and so much makeup. Like the makeup would enter the room before they did. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved all of it. So that um I'm just very, very proud of um all of that
0: and it's a big big part of me now that you're talking about it I can I'm feeling all nostalgic and I'm thinking about (laughs) all the things that you just mentioned because that's exactly how I grew up and that's one thing that you're right we miss in this community because um again we were so used to having our family over and and meals together and and that's something that I think has I haven't done in a long time, not like even meals, like my husband travels. So we don't like I don't do that as often. But but that's so true. You are a baker. How common is it for women um, in Pakistan to choose this profession? And what kind of resistance, if any, did you face from your family?
1: Well, I would say that it is not very common for a woman to choose this profession and there's definitely an irony in that because definitely girls are encouraged to help in the kitchen and learn how to cook or bake but if they say that they want to make this their full time profession i guarantee you people will be a little bit uncomfortable with that notion and also i think where we come from in you know southeast asia there's just a few uh, professions mm-hmm. uh, like maybe a lawyer a doctor or, or an engineer or <laughs> an engineer <laughs> where you're like golden and if you choose anything else you're a little bit inferior mm-hmm. you know even if you make it big it's like oh it's just a hobby yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so I think when initially I told my parents um, they were a little shocked but Once the initial shock of it sunk in, I have to say I'm blessed with the most amazing parents because they were just very, very forward thinking. Um, and they wanted their child to be happy and follow her passion. And uh, they really were supportive and helped me, you know, uh, sort of start my journey with baking. And now they're so proud of me because I think Literally on their phones, they have a picture of every single thing that I've baked and they'll show it to everyone. (laughs) It's embarrassing at times, but it's super, super sweet.
0: What motivated you to become a baker?
1: Well, um, my mother was a great baker and Hmm. cook. And she used to throw these lavish dinner parties and look so glamorous when she did it. So I was just in awe of all of that and just how she used to bring people together that way. And also, I feel like dessert and cakes, you know, they mark celebrations and just happy occasions, right? So I just wanted to be a part of that. And also, I love the feeling I get when somebody enjoys my food, Um I think there's just nothing more satisfying
0: <laughs> how are your culture and tradition reflected in your baking because I see you are influenced by your culture a lot and and you hold it as an like, important part of who you are so how are they reflected in what you bake
1: um I think um so my work is very sort of It's very vibrant. It's very bright. I really uh, embrace color. I don't shy away from it. That's another thing. When I moved to New York, you know, everyone wears black all Mm. the time. So (laughs) I was like, what's up with this? You know, Uh, in Pakistan, people will wear every color in the rainbow Mm. and sometimes all at the same time. And it works, you know. so um, I think that would be definitely some way that, you know.
0: So so did your clients appreciate all that vibrancy and different colors? Were they like, because I am assuming they may not have been exposed to that, that kind of, um, uh, vibrancy in cakes and pastries and all.
1: Um, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think there was a niche for it and they appreciate it.
0: What's your weirdest memory of baking gone wrong?
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) So... Once uh, I had baked a cake and luckily it was for a friend and I, and I got to the venue and the cake had to be assembled on site. So it was in two parts. So I was holding one box and uh, the waiter was holding the second box. And he dropped the cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, at that point, I mean, there's really nothing you can do other than laugh about it. So we tried to sort of put it back together, but it obviously wasn't the same but luckily, they were my friends, and we're still friends. <laughs> but literally, whenever we get together, I uh, hear the story comes up, and I think I will never be able to live it down.
0: <laughs> so, did you guys like order uh, a substitute? Like, did you order it from a bakery then? How how was it substituted?
1: No, we just kind of, uh, it was still in the box when it fell, so we just tried to put it back together a little ah. bit, so it didn't look anything like it was supposed to, uh, but they did have a cake that they could cut and serve to the guests, ah. so it
0: tasted delicious, <laughs> but um, in the looks department, uh, it wasn't that great, <laughs> to say the least. Your biggest like, biggest compliment you ever received as a baker? Oh, okay, let me think. Um,
1: I think, um, so I make a lot of kids' birthday cakes. Mm. So I think just like the huge smiles on their faces and I can't get a better testimonial than the sort of wonder and mm. excitement on their faces when they see their cake for the first time.
0: <laughs> yeah. You had already finished college and were working when you moved to US. Um, why did you choose to come here?
1: Um, I actually moved here when I got married. My husband at the time was working
0: here. So that's what brought me to New York. Okay, that's why you came. What was your initial impression of American culture and tradition?
1: I think my first um, thought was, uh, it's all about the coffee. I was like, where's the tea? <laughs> 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 and also the coffee, it's used to uh, wake up when you sort of have it on the go and uh, to go even faster than you are and I think in my culture with tea it's used to slow down a bit unwind maybe catch up with a friend (laughs) so I felt that was a little bit of a difference and then I think there's the obsession with sports like football the Super Bowl baseball very American to go
0: to a game and enjoy a hot dog, you know? <laughs> so do you have a, a favorite team now or have you switched to, to coffee from tea? Not, not really. <laughs> it's tea all <on> the way. <laughs> what are some of the things that impressed you most about American society?
1: I think um, the thing that impressed me most was the work ethic mm-hmm. of the people. Yeah. Were you stereotyped in any way? I don't think so, but people always ask me where I'm from and Mm. I don't think that will ever change um, and that's okay. (laughs) And what's your answer when they ask you that? Uh,
0: I always say Pakistan. (laughs) It's interesting because now when they ask me... just to tease them, I'd be like, from our, right. and then they're like, then they'll say, where are you really from? from? <laughs> where are you originally from? Yeah. And that's where you're like, okay, um, being a mom, what is one thing that you are doing differently when raising your child from the way your parents raised you? I think
1: growing up, Um, my uh, parents um, were a little more strict with me and um, there was more um, emphasis on uh, discipline. And I think also I was the first born, probably the experiment. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything was a little bit, you know, Harder, I feel with my son, um, there's a little bit more open dialogue. Um, I want to know all the good things in his day and all the bad things hmm. in his day. Um, so I don't know. I I feel closer to him uh, if I know what's going on. Hmm. Hmm.
0: In what ways has living in a diverse country like US um influenced you? Um I think um
1: What The biggest thing I realized was that our similarities outweigh our differences, for sure.
0: Give me an example of how you think we are more similar than we are different. Um, One example would be how we celebrate our holidays. Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's all about family, friends coming together and the food. And that's universal, whether Mm -hmm. it is... Eid or Christmas or Hanukkah or Thanksgiving, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. So, that would
0: be. So, going back to um, your country of origin, which is Pakistan, do you hold a belief that is unpopular in your country of origin? And what is that belief? I
1: think in Pakistan, everybody is sort of really into each other's business a lot. Uh, There is no concept of sort of uh, live and let Mm -hmm. live Mm -hmm. so that would be something that um, I definitely believe and maybe won't
0: be too popular back home Um, we have to talk politics because if you are talking about (laughs) immigrants (laughs) and uh, with immigrants uh, we have to talk politics in in the current political climate um, how have you noticed your community adapt um, people around you your friends, um, people from your neighborhood? I think even though
1: as a country, people are very divided, um, I feel um, a lot of us have really come together, especially women. I think um, they have rallied around each other like they never had. And um, I think even the results of the midterm elections was very insightful because there were so many firsts. With women standing for office and winning and um, all of that. So that has been the sort of blessing in disguise. Also, just having your voice heard, more people going out to vote. Actually, if I'm to be honest, I had never voted in a Mm -hmm. midterm election. Mm -hmm. But it was pouring rain. It was a miserable day. um, And I still went and I voted because I felt that my voice is important and um, that's been a sentiment that um, you know has been rallying all over the place that you know if you feel something you need to do something about that and that has been a great thing that has come out of this unfortunate
0: administration (laughs) (laughs) that's so true yeah um if you were to describe America in one word, what would that be?
1: Opportunity. Hmm.
0: You know, it's so interesting because so far I've done like four interviews and every person comes up with a different but such an inspiring answer. And, and I just love that. Uh, Before we end our interview, uh, Nadine, we have to ask you some fun questions because we've talked about some serious stuff and now we'll move on to our rapid fire. Sure. Um, So I know you are a great dancer as well. So my first question is, um, would you prefer dancing or baking? Dancing. It makes me so
1: happy. (laughs) (laughs) I I love to
0: dance. Um, Sweetnesses? Sleeping babies? Ah! <laughs> and if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Dal chawal. You have to describe <laughs> la- what dal chawal is.
1: <laughs> it's a staple in Pakistan. It's lentils with rice.
0: Yeah. Your biggest failure?
1: My biggest failure is that I can't get my son to have desi food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's missing out on so much <laughs> my God. your biggest achievement my son he's pure joy describe yourself in three words I think
1: I'm always hopeful uh, actually my name means hope yeah. so it probably seeps in then I think resilient and um,
0: giggly <laughs>
1: <laughs> everyone who knows me No, sir, that's
0: very true. (laughs) What's the best piece of advice you ever got?
1: Be happy. It drives people nuts. That's
0: true. Your idea of vacation. Just walking and exploring an old city. Give me an example. If you were to explore one old city, which one would you? Istanbul. Mm. Uh, Netflix or TV? Netflix. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Very visual person. (laughs) Cultural diversity is? My biggest Hmm. strength. Adulthood is overrated. True or false? So true.
1: I want to sit in my mom's lap right now.
0: (laughs) So true. I miss my childhood. I just want to be... Seriously, I just want to go back to my childhood. Best bakery in NYC, what is your suggestion?
1: My favorite is Mazedar Bakery. They have the best um Bios donut in town. Really? And also um, I think Dominique Ansel. He is like master of yeah. his craft. Favorite emoji? I like the upside down smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> Tea or coffee. Tea. Yeah. Home is. Where my loved ones are? And they're in a few different places, but that's the story of all of us immigrants. Your home and your heart is always in more than one place, which can be hard at times. (laughs)
0: That's so true. And on that beautiful note, we end our interview. Thank you so much for coming to our show and for giving us a glimpse into your life. Um, I would like to thank all the listeners for joining us today and those who have supported us. Also, if you like what you hear, share it with like-minded people. And if you have a story to tell or any new ideas, please contact us at thealienchronicles at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at ChroniclesAlien. And you can find us on Instagram at thealienchronicles. And if you want to know more about Nadine and her baking, please follow her on Instagram at Nadine's Cakes NYC. Please stay tuned for our next episode when we will bring to you another immigrant story. And in the meantime, stay connected.